Yeah. Yeah, man. I woke up with a bunch of shit on my mind I'm breaking the curses through the verses for a stick and design The time's wilder than they ever been Vibing in the salt like a terrapin Laughing to aspire through the heavy ones The beast roll up They got no chances on advancing when my piece roll up We keep it cooking like rotisserie The mystery on how to navigate through it all We're stepping smarter than we bothered with the breaks in the fall So whether burning hot for summer or be mad in the cold I call a robber MC so we can stroll down the rabbit hole Down the rabbit hole Down the rabbit hole Rob the MC Cole, let's hit the rabbit hole Down the rabbit hole Hey everybody, welcome back to a special edition of the Down the Rabbit Hole podcast um, Podcast designed for uh, up and coming comedians to kind of get their rocks off so to speak Unfortunately, with this episode today, we've got some sad news That just broke the, the, the uh, famous rapper um, or a human being or in a philosopher in a lot of ways, um, you know, DMX um, is dead, unfortunately. Uh, also known as Earl Simmons. Earl Simmons. Uh, no relation, though. But, yeah, known as Earl Simmons. Um, unfortunately, it's just a, a tough thing to hear. You no know. one thought there was a fucking relation around him. Absolutely <laughs> nobody was like, I wonder. <laughs> 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 Zara, what a what a what a what a you're such a a, a mop a wet mop sometimes man <laughs> what a wet mop we're gonna send you right back right. to however you enunciate your country but anyway um so we're gonna play really quickly before we get started we're gonna play just a snippet of the of the song that that we all kind of know and love and in a lot of ways it's the uh considered the the anthem for the rough riders which was a group that dmx founded um, and, and even to this day, it's still very heavily New York. So here's a quick snippet of that song. So yeah, so just a small portion of the song, but the iconic song, which is the Rush Riders anthem, um, and it's also a motorcycle group. So I wanted to bring on two people that I really respect um, in general, some more than others. But uh, I got Xavier on and Zawa, my uh, <laughs> my good friend, really intelligent guys. And and Xavier, you're from North Northeast as well. Um, talk talk you're, about the influence. Yeah, Jars. 
Talk about that influence of DMX for you personally, and me, because we're both grew up in that time where hip hop was was at its pinnacle in the late '90s and the early 2000s. What are some of your reflections on DMX? I'm not gonna lie, like I had a couple run-ins cultural wise with DMX for me personally. Uh, when it came to DMX, I actually what was my first run-in with DMX. It was when I. Uh, it was because you remember DMX was always in like the movies and stuff like that. Like Romeo must die. It was like another Jet Li movie and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. he was always like in the fight movie. Somehow he was the only nigga I've seen in a fight movie with Tim. <laughs> Not just Tim's, but Butters. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like I ain't unscuffed. Seen, like, he was my unscuffed. superhero. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? He was my superhero. And for my name being Xavier, he gave me such significance to X. You know what I'm saying? He was the only person that like that shout out X. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying he's talking about DMX, but I, me as an ex, I felt that. Uh, me and the ex community accepted him and his ways, and we love him for it. Wow. In, in, the, in the interesting part about growing up uh, with, with DMX, you know, I grew up really conservative, as, as people who have listened to this podcast knows, um, in terms of, like, religiously. So, um, the, but the funniest thing I remember to this day was my dad, who was a Jehovah's Witness. One day, he's downstairs with his, his uh, he's got his little stereo system. He's got the old school Sony stack speakers. You know, he's got, like, 18 different boxes and different doodle. It looks like fucking Star Trek in there. And he's playing... Um, y'all gonna make me lose my mind up in my dad, the four, uh, uh, late forties Jehovah's Witness <laughs> uptight dude is playing. Y'all gonna make me lose my mind <laughs> mm-hmm. in the living room. DMX so, spoke to so many masses. Man. Yes, understand. Yeah, he I'm really saying. did. Uh, and and it's just a, it made you want to go to the gym when you watch that music video. It made you want to go and and get Diesel, right? Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Like uh, like. DMX is kind of synonymous with my fraternity for my year and like where I crossed and stuff like that. Um, it's just like, cause, um, you know, we was in the, uh, I guess the process, as you can say, as, as friendly as possible. And, um, what you call it? Like my Dean, he said, who has the best DMX impression? Well, we didn't have the best night. And I felt like my DMX impression would like be the saving grace at the time. I get a DMX impression. My man was like, oh, yeah, we definitely need you to be DMX for the pro <laughs> <laughs> Wow. I did not know that it was, it was a song. Like, so is there a specific yeah. song that you if guys you played? If you watch my probate video, I'm mm-hmm. rapping um, Rough Riders Anthem, but like the Sigma version of the Rough Riders Anthem. You Interesting. You got to watch my probate video. So, so I'm gonna, that's why I, like, DMX has been with me all my life. So it's crazy. He he's a he's a national treasure, especially in the hip hop community. We hold him; he's almost a deity. He is a deity, honestly. Um, up there, you know, he, he's he, you know, you got your Jay Z's, you got your DMX, you got your Nas's, you got your Busta Rhymes, you got your LL Cool J's. But D, DMX had a specialness about him in terms of the way that he he would talk and communicate, and the passion, and just the humility, and just the human aspect of him as an artist. We really get to see that with today's hip hop artists is that human aspect of it, and that level, that that, that down to earth energy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But what I want to do is ask Zauer. He's, from, you know, obviously he didn't grow up in the time period in America that we were here. But I want his thoughts in terms of hip hop because Zauer is a big hip hop person. Where do you see DMX in the in the hip hop uh, monolith or, or the the pantry the pantheon a pantheon of hip hop um, legends? Zauer, what do you think? Oh, ah, you're putting me on the spot. I don't want to say. 
<laughs> like, is it is? Are there like a? Is it like a staircase? And then on the top, you've got like it's biggie, a safe space. It's a safe space. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is yeah. I think I think if there's anything DMX stood for, it's safe spaces. <laughs> I think for that for that specific type of uh, of hip hop, he was he was the godfather. You know. Yeah. Mm. There was something that I was always into. I had a period in college where uh, the only hip hop I liked was the really I don't want like kind of aggressive. Just uh, there was a spirit to it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It has that same. You can put headphones on on your own, but it felt like you're in a football stadium with all of your bros, and like you just felt like you're a part of it. Yeah, very and, much. So. Uh, yeah, I mean that's how that's how I. My favorite rapper, as you know, is Black Thought, and that's uh, how I always found uh, old school Black Thought songs, and that's with the roots, and that's how I always looked at DMX. Wow, so I will say it was uh, mm-hmm. it's a very emotional death for me because I actually was the one who sold him those drugs. So. Whoa, <laughs> <laughs> that's <a> business. <laughs> Hold on, we do another one for that. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Hold on, Zara. I think I got another button. Oh no, it's the same one. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that was a good. That was very comedic. This is just so people know. This is a comedy podcast. Well, that's true, Zara. I love the way that you brought that up and you talked about that. The energy, the feel. You know, you know, it was so. He was so New York, wasn't he, Xavier? He was just too. He was so New York. Yeah. He was. He was. He was rough, New York, though. You know. You know the New York niggas that like. They they be fresh. They dress fresh all the time. They smooth talking and stuff like that. Nah, DMX embodied the roughest part of New York. You know what I'm saying? That's all I do. You know what I'm saying? I come up, pull up on you. Come up, pull up on you. He was so gully. He was so gully in words yeah. in the northeast. He was about it, no matter what it was. And I'm looking at the picture of him right now in this, in this black leather jacket overcoat looking like looking like a, old, a retired blade or something i had to check saying? i had like, to check my, my chain just talking about dmx I, I literally just had reached towards my neck and was, and was reaching to see if my chain was still here because that's chain snacks mm-hmm. to music and it's like yeah we fucking took your chain yeah. and what are you gonna do about yeah. it clutch your pearls and and one thing i do want people to do too and i had put this in my notes i really do not want people to fucking go to urban outfitters and overpay for DMX t-shirts. I do not want to see on my Instagram all you fucking millennials overpriced DMX sh- uh, shirts. Bro, f- can I tell you? I just had a yeah. I had a friend. I got a friend right and she's yeah. an artist mm-hmm. and she like was making stuff and she literally made like a like a like uh you know copies of her of her canvas when she painted like certain scenes out of belly. Mm-hmm. Nigga, I just bought that shit like a week ago. Are you serious? I swear to god, I just bought this shit a week ago. She was like, I'm not profiting off DMX's death. Mm-hmm. I'm not selling anything more. Damn. That's how close it was. Damn, but you know it's going to be a group of us, 30-somethings, uh, 20, late 20s, 30-somethings, they're going to go to Urban Outfitters and buy all the DMX shows and pu- shirts and post them. If you really want to honor DMX and what he really stood for, the man, the, 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 the myth, the legend of DMX, you go to your local corner stand store. Stand in front of Urban Outfitters. <laughs> no, no, you stand in front of Urban Outfitters and you wait till a white lady buys that shirt and you follow her home and you rob her. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That's definitely a strategy. 
That that would be a that would in be a, DMX fashion. That would be right. Uh, DMX uh, rob people with guns. That would be he true. Rob people with, with dogs. That's true. He was the only person I know or heard about. He that. was true to his legacy till the end, man. He died on the same day uh, Prince Philip died just to fuck him up. I mean, that is that's the guy's move DMX. right there. Like, I can't I can't go without DMX. I'm gone. That's true. He he um he he DMX himself individually has literally folded part of the royal family. That's how powerful his mm-hmm. bark is. Mm-hmm. And and so what I so outside of robbing a um you know a, a, a elderly Caucasian woman, another thing you could do <laughs> is go to your local poppy store, a corner store, Bye. and go to a, and go to <laughs> go to the corner store and buy you a twenty dollar DMX shirt because you know it in, in in hoods across America within the next two weeks there will be in some Korean shop in some sort of hood or, po- or poppy shop or some sort of Arab shop there will be t-shirts with DMX and the Rough Riders that are un uh, that are uncertified or unsanctioned by them up for sale for twenty bucks that's the way you do it you go to the poppy store the corner store and you buy one and you rock that some bitch. All right. And we know it's going to shrink after the first time you wash it. So make sure you get your selfies together before you wash it the first time. So that's what you want to do. But um, additionally, where where do we find, I mean, authenticity in, in hip hop now? Because I feel like hip hop is no longer authenticity anymore. It's gone. Do you think, think hip hop is authentic? Period. Right now. Something. Do you really think that's, no. that's, that's authentic? No. I'm not going to lie. There's yeah. a couple people that I listen to. Yeah. But I don't think hip hop overall is authentic. No. Zara, what do you think? Too authentic by definition. You are. You guys are all pieces of shit, and <laughs> you're you're the reason hip hop isn't authentic. No one wants to listen to hip hop because people keep shitting on it and on new hip hop. But there's people out there doing the Lord's work. Black like Thought who? just put out an album. Like who? Black Thought just put out an album a year ago. Black Thought that's a year true. ago. Our, our, what have our you done boss? for me lately? <laughs> I'm sorry he's not putting out an album every 12 minutes, motherfucker. album just now. The first album you said was a year ago. That's why I, I can't trust it. And you just said you don't know about DMX. How am I supposed to trust your opinion? He's got, I, that's not what I said. I said I don't know much about DMX. Hey, same thing. <laughs> you can't like something you don't know much about. Z- Zara is funny I grew up shit. in the Middle East, motherfucker. What more do you want from me? Than, <laughs> I know a lot of motherfuckers. I call my Middle Eastern person right now. He know a lot of DMX. I promise you. <laughs> I grew up, everyone around me was listening to Eminem and that white trash shit. And I said, no. That's your problem. So Zara, I love it that you're hip-hop <laughs> I purist. Leader. I, like, <laughs> I like the roots. I like Killer Mike. And I up and left to uh, the blackest country in the world, Canada. <laughs> That's the blackest country in the he's, world. He's joking. He's joking. He's he's joking. Yeah. Well, for him, you know, in the Middle East, there is no there there are no black people. Um, they don't or they don't acknowledge yeah, not, any. He's not going to Africa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, Middle East is really Africa. But anyway, well, welcome to the stage on this podcast. Well, hey. <laughs> welcome to the All stage. Right. We got the venerable Keenan Jerome Floyd. Welcome in, Keenan. Yeah. yeah. What's up, Keenan? It's a podcast. I can only be here. Sweetie, what what's the password? So Summerland or Summerhill? Land? Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So we were bumping DMX on the way out. out we were driving, and we were bumping DMX. Rest in peace, big dog. Yes. Thank, thank you so much, Keenan, for doing that, man. So you just popping in, bro? I mean, I'll be here for a little bit. I got some work to do. All I'm going to say is, we're going to have to put all of our faith and pressure on. Ja Rule to be the deep so that don't do now. that to Ja Rule. 
<laughs> Leave, do not put pressure on Ja Rule to hold that down. Go ahead, continue saying the deep throat. We do not need to put that on Ja Rule. Ja Rule is going to be a deep throated sage. He's going to be. He's going to play DMX in a a play from by Tyler Perry in twenty years from now. He's going to play DMX. It's going to be a Tyler Perry adaptation stage play X uncovered, and that's what's going to happen. And so, (laughs) well, just yeah, guys, it's it's a pleasure to have. Go ahead, go ahead. Excellent. I hope John Roll is drinking some chamomile tea right now, doing some throw exercises. <laughs> um, throw right oh my God. He's about to get to work. That's true. So, so will this be okay? So, DMX is dead. Will this be some sort of unconventional way of Tyra ja Rule becoming culturally relevant again and being important? No. But no one else has the same voice. Set that down, <laughs> bro. Ja Rule. Unfortunately, unless it depends, like 50 got to die before that rule. I'm sorry. <laughs> before that rule, 50 going to have to die. 50 going to live to at least 120. So it's a dub for that rule. Yeah. Well, well 50 Cent will live off of pettiness just by itself. I mean, the pet- exactly. Pettiness will take you many places. Yeah. Look at, look at the fucking, the fucking, the royal family. They're petty as fuck. They, they go to other countries and like steal their, their heirlooms. And then they say, if you touch their heirlooms, it's like, but it's, you stole it. So they're petty as fuck too. So. It's interesting. Um, so, so where do we? Do Who do we, you think is going to be the new Prince Philip? Who do you think Elizabeth is going to fuck? Is the important question. Uh, Gordon, Ra- Gordon Ramsay. Do you think that's also going to be Jaru? Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, I was going to say <laughs> Queen Elizabeth has to. Like, when Morgan Freeman been knocking that down since the eighties. I don't know what y'all talking about. I, I'm saying I think Queen Elizabeth needs to get a group back. <laughs> Who does she get a group back? To die alone, whatever cat she got in there. I just want I, it's going to it's going to be a sex tape with her and um, so you're saying basically there'll be a sex tape with her and who? Morgan Freeman. Oh my god. Ugh. Ugh. ARP is going to yeah. sponsor it. Bunch of wrinkles everywhere. Mhm. It'll be sponsored yeah. by ARP. Sounds good. It'll be in the whole time. All I'm saying is that there's a lot of a lot of black dudes that date white women that date whatever. So I mean don't be surprised if we see like a young chef and lad blowing King Elizabeth back out. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so, so Daniel Kinauka from um, from uh, Get Out and um, other sh- movies. Is that uh, how you say his name? How do you say his name? I have never heard that out loud. First name: Robert Shredded Daniel Kalua. <laughs> Kalua. Like, wait, wait a minute, <laughs> Kinauka. Who the fuck are you talking about? Fuck. <laughs> He's going to do Akuna Matata. So uh, <laughs> that's how like white people are like Akuna Matata, isn't it? Ah, yeah, that's that colored guy. Uh, he's an African. He's an African, isn't he? Yeah, I like him. Um, somewhere in Brooklyn, someone's doing this in the in the um, in like a, a coffee shop. Anyway, um, so yeah, so so the life story of DMX. Who's going to play DMX? Is it going to be Ja Rule because he's the only vocal cords to do no. it? No, no. It's some random kid in fucking New York preparing for it right now. Gotta give about three, four years. Keenan, you said it's a British no, nigga. It's gonna be someone British. It's probably gonna be British. If it, if it's a, if it's a good actor, it's definitely gonna be a British person. If it's not a British person, we know it's not gonna be good. <laughs> yeah. I'll be honest with you, bro. All the best actors right now are British. What about the they're, Rock? They're remaking, they're remaking House Party. He had British. <laughs> They're actually we're making house party, and the two actors in there are Dominican and British black dude. Are you serious? And that's how I know that shit about to be fire. That shit about to be fire. Damn, 
That's weird. Okay. Well, it is I, weird. I, 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 well, I'll get. I mean, I was. I would hope that we get someone American. I mean, what about Onyx? What about the guy that Onyx? Um, um, who's the lead singer in Onyx? Um, you talking about uh, what's his name? Sticky Fingers. I know you talking about. Yeah. Nope. He got to be dark skin, bro. You know the fucking deal. You're not playing that colorism shit. But he's got the. But he's got the. Yeah, he's got the. Yeah, yeah. Nah, nah, bro. There's a nigga in New York right now that got that same voice. Yeah, it's gonna I be. Think, I think Flex Talk could do it. I honestly. <laughs> How would that work with the once beard? Once again, that man. Oh, he'll shave for DMX. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! No oh, shit! He'll That's freezing. Hold up. Hey guys, hey guys, I gotta go. <laughs> but um, it was real. Hey, bro, thanks for coming in, Keenan. Appreciate you, bro. Yeah, talk to you guys later. All right, thanks for coming, Ken. Would you say Zara? Yeah, but he is. Thought does have a, an acting uh, career now. He's working on a, a musical based on Black No More. Do you know Black No More, the book? Mm-hmm. He's doing. He's writing a Broadway musical based on that, and he uh, he's starring in a play. Uh, I think it might also be a hip hop musical based on uh, Waiting for Godot, my favorite play. Okay, what's the what's So he's the, got he's got the he's got the voice if you listen to uh if you listen to record, he's got the voice to do it. Mm-hmm. He's got the acting skills to do it. He can pull that shit off, man. He's got it in him. He's got the spirit. Remember that DMX wasn't just the voice, he was the spirit. He was the culture. That's true. That's true. So you can't have I mean, I know Keenan is fucking with us and I know that's what Hollywood's gonna do because they like to whitewash everything as much as possible. Mm-hmm. But if you want to stay authentic, someone like that should do it. That's and true. Definitely not fucking Ja Rule. God damn it. <laughs> well, you know, what I really <laughs> what I really want to see is just someone who... Re- I think, I think honestly, the way you have to approach it, it can't be someone famous. It has to be someone that's unknown. You got you to gotta really let that character and that DMX to be really fully done correctly. And anybody that's famous to any degree... I think would honestly take away from it. So you got to do something where you get an unknown name who's a really up and coming actor. Um, unless what about you get, Gambino, man? Child Gamb- no. Nah. Fuck no. Uh, what about uh, <laughs> Michael B. Michael B. Jordan could do it. Michael B. Jordan could, but do we want him to do it? Probably not. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Well, it just it's just sad to see, but you know. Hopefully we, we, we take um, his memory and, and way that he got down and we just do what we got to do. So, so guys, thank you for coming to this special episode of the Down the Rabbit Hole pod. Um, Zawar Xavier was on briefly uh, until he got evaporated by his iPhone, probably 10R. I'm assuming several uh, generations old. But um, <laughs> it was nice. It was nice to I have wanna, you guys. Go ahead, Zawar. I'm on a Motorola. That's how, that's how shitty my phone is. I'm on a black market version of this app on Motorola. <laughs> It's vibing. The black market. <laughs> black market clubhouse. But yeah, guys, continue to follow us. We're going to continue. Black market is also where you have to go to find the DMX replacement. That's so. that's true. You probably will. The the back blocks of 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 uh, of um in, of New York. But um, really appreciate you guys for coming on. Zauer, thank you for coming on. Xavier, appreciate you coming on, bro. And peace. Xavier, gone. <laughs> Xavier, I sold Xavier.